0: It's time to get moving, Toledo. Sponsored by 3D Wellness, here's your host, Jim
1: Poole. Welcome to another edition of Get Moving Toledo. I'm glad the weather is what it is this week, especially today. I ran this morning in my home park, side cut, and the snow makes it look so relaxing and pretty this time of year, Um, which leads us to today's topic, our metro parks. I'm constantly amazed at the number of people that don't take advantage of our beautiful parks. To be honest, I've actually had people tell me that they've never even been to some of the parks or any of the parks. There's just so much to do in our parks, and no matter where you live in the area, there's a metro park close to you. I could argue which one is my favorite, but they all have something unique to offer in my eyes. I love Sidecut because you have access to the Wabash Trail uh, if you go the right way. Wildwood has the UT Trail. Oak Openings has some amazing scenery to the point that you feel like you're in northern California in a few spots. Um, The newest park, Middle Grounds, just down the street here under the high-level bridge, is smaller in acreage, but it has some unbelievable views as you walk out into those observation spots right on the water. Um, There's an option for everyone is the point, and there's a ton of things to do at our metro parks. When we come back, we're going to talk to two gentlemen that, make help make, that help make all that happen. You're listening to Get Moving Toledo, brought to you by 3D Wellness and JimPoolHealth.com. We're back on Get Moving Toledo. My two guests today are Matt Killam, the Director of Marketing, and Scott Carpenter, the PR Director of the Metro Parks. How's it going, guys? Hey, thanks for having us. First, let's talk about your guys' day-to-day responsibilities. Scott, you are more long-term planning, and Matt, you're more the boots-on-the-ground guy. Is that kind of...
0: Yeah, I mean that's pretty accurate. Um, we work uh, together on a lot of things, but Scott is our PR director, so he is head of our long-term planning, our um, long-term storytelling, and uh, my little part of our world is uh, more immediate
1: and sort of quick-hitting informational pieces. So when the call comes in, when somebody's upset, they call you or they call him.
0: Oh, uh, uh, well, I try to forward that question to Scott as fast as <laughs> I can. We don't get very many of those. Uh, Just Thank, thank goodness. Uh, but yeah, we uh, we actually. The more we can interact with the people who are actually using the parks, not unlike yourself, uh, the better. We took these jobs, uh, not to speak for Scott, but to be with the public and be their stewards. So uh, we're welcome calls and visits and uh, talking to people.
2: Okay. You know, these days it's always on, so we have lots of hands on social media, and you know, email and website, and it, we're just like in constant contact with with park visitors. Sometimes in in real time from from in the parks, and uh, it's really changed the game. It's it's very engaging and a lot of fun. Now, are you are your guys'
1: offices at Wildwood? Yes. Okay. Yeah, in the okay. In her house. Um, so I want to talk about a bunch of different things, and I want to talk about the programs that already exist, and maybe some new stuff coming up to the park. Um, to the parks. But first, let's talk about some of the stuff that's already happening. You know, in the summertime, I know there's a, just a ton of stuff going on. There's kayaking, there's archery, there's different nature programs, to name a few. I know last year, you guys opened, and I'm going to probably screw up the way you guys refer to this, but a new like adult CrossFit playground, is that?
0: Yeah. Uh, with a partnership with uh, Mercy Health, uh, we o- opened uh, the first of many Uh, What we're describing as fit parks. So we had CrossFit uh, training around uh, the first fit park, which is upper body strength um, and some muscle development equipment, if you will. Uh, We put a boulder in to make it a park like training space. Uh, We then opened up two more in the next year, uh, Fit Park Paddle and Fit Park Ride. Fit Park Park Paddle is uh, at Farnsworth, uh, so people can interact with uh, kayaks and canoes, get in the river for the first time, get good training, understand uh, safety pieces, um, and potentially break down a barrier, culturally speaking, or experience speaking, so that people are not intimidated by the water. Fit Park Ride uh, was right after that. That is at the footprint of what will be the Treehouse Village. Uh, so it was a it's a training uh, course, a skills development course that allows people to get their legs underneath them, if you will, uh, to be able to ride and use um, the single track mountain bike course, which stretches throughout the Oak Openings region. It's a 12-mile course. Uh, this is one of the things we're really proud of and I think is a sterling example of what the Metro Parks does. We will build or do anything the public wants to get them outside. So building a mountain bike course, In Northwest Ohio, arguably one of the flattest places in existence. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, you could say that.
2: Yeah, it was a a challenge, and uh, we were up for it. I think in the last 10 years or so, we've really. Made this move from being a passive park uh, – I mean, all of those passive uses are still there – but to being more active. And when we talk active, we don't do baseball and soccer. We do metro parks active, which is um, canoeing and kayaking, as you mentioned, mountain biking, um, backpacking, um, even bouldering at uh, a park that we have where there's a piece of an old quarry out in White House. Um, so any anything to – uh, to get you outside and moving, get kids dirty, um, get them away from the blinking screens for a few minutes. Yeah, but, for sure.
0: Scott, if I, if, I, if I can, though, although we have created more active programming, Scott and I have stayed consistent and still been passive. That's great. Ourselves, yes. That's we great. We are still as dormant today. <laughs> Set the bar we low were. and walk Thank over you. it. Yes, <laughs> yeah. That's exactly right. We are as dormant today as we were ten years ago. Am I right, Scott? You
1: and I specifically. Great. We're talking about getting active. This is going really well. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so, I want to go to the CrossFit thing. So, um, we actually got married at Wildwood, yeah. and we got married right there next door to the to the CrossFit park oh. and. I hadn't seen it since it opened until yeah. our our wedding day, and um, it was cool to see people. There were kids; it wasn't just adults, but there were kids out there using it. There were adults, but it was a totally unique thing in at Wildwood. Wildwood is a great park; it's one of my favorites. Uh, but it also is it was in a part of the park that there isn't a lot. It's kind of like on the fringe, right by the parking lot, so to speak. Um, and it it created kind of just a whole new area to the mm-hmm. park, and it just seems like. Yes, you guys. I don't know if you guys have the number today available, but like what the acreage is overall that what all the metro parks encompass. But it seems like you maximize the space in every park well, without that taking away from nature.
2: B- certainly is by design. We we cover uh, like almost twelve thousand five hundred acres today in sixteen metro parks. Um, and last year we had five and a half million visits. The, uh, about a million and a half of those were at Wildwood, so that is certainly wow. the busiest of the metro parks and. Um, where we put the Fit Park was really probably the only place we, we could <laughs> yes, because uh, the rest of the park could be so busy. Yeah.
1: You know? So is a 1.5 number at Wildwood, is it just because of proximity and, and location-wise? I mean,
2: uh, do you well, think? Or
1: there's a couple of things,
0: I think. And I, I but Jimmy mentioned it uh, and articulated it really well uh, how about how we activate these spaces, uh, we live by the eighty twenty rule, meaning uh, we only will activate 20% of the acres that uh, we're proud to steward. Mm-hmm. And frankly, we don't get anywhere near the 20%. Uh, the places that we do get close to that is based on being near the river. Uh, but that's that 20% is trails, parking lots, exactly. restrooms, everything. So. Absolutely. And we're really proud of that. <laughs> uh, so I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, from Wildwood standpoint, there is an apex of uh, bodies and neighborhoods around sure. there. It is centrally located in, uh,
1: to many individuals living in the Toledo area. So a lot of that's based on population, for so sure. So to that point, the, mm-hmm. the newest park, or at least I, I think it's the newest one is at this point, is Middle Grounds. Is that correct? Middle Grounds. We've,
2: we've opened Howard Marsh since then, okay. out okay. on the
1: Lake Erie shore.
2: Okay, Jerusalem so Township.
1: my knowledge of Middle Grounds was, uh, to me, it was the newest one. I haven't been out to Howard mm-hmm. Marsh, to be honest. Uh, but you took a an area of blight, quite honestly. Uh, and I think I read when you guys opened that you have— the ability to use more of the land that's around there if you want to grow that park. Is that true or is that, am I going off the rails here?
2: Oh, well, I know when we took it over, it was quite literally a dump site. Yeah, and we the, to, to Just to get a blank canvas to build a park, we first had to remove 8,000 tons of trash and debris. Sure. So you're right. We, we cleaned it up. If we'd have stopped right there, it would have improved the neighborhood. <laughs> That's right. And uh, and we built on top of that a 26-acre park, which you might be thinking of is on the other side of the river um, uh, in, in East Toledo. We're currently under development with Glass City Metro Park, which – Ultimately, will be about three times the size of Middle Grounds, with uh, many of the same character, all of the same characteristics you see at Middle Grounds, and then some. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be sort of bookending both sides of downtown Toledo, both sides of the river, next to the condos, right? Is that that's the condos or the uh, apartment complex? Yes, going up right next door.
1: Okay, so yeah. uh, back to Middle Grounds, though. One of the things I I, I talked about it in the opening part uh, was I, I love the way you guys you know maximize some of the views. Like you walk down to those. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if they what you want to call them, but those little outcroppings, sure. and the view of the downtown skyline and the bridge, and yeah, it's awesome. Know, like it's you like wouldn't know if you weren't before. in Toledo yeah. before. You'd be like, "Holy cow! Like this is amazing." This
0: view. Yeah. Well, I think you highlighted something that is sort of one of our overarching things about being Toledoans. I've recently moved back, um, and there's an overwhelming amount of pluses to living this. Part of in our region, frankly, uh, Oak Openings itself is globally significant from an ecological standpoint. Uh, we have river access. Uh, we have um, all kinds of things to do. that are approachable. Uh, so it's our job, um, and certainly the job of our operation staff and our park planners, uh, to think of new ways to be able to experience that um, and be able to celebrate uh, the region that we're lucky to live in.
1: And so the, the stuff that I kind of highlighted when I was talking at the beginning about the kayaking and the CrossFit park and things like that are. Somewhat mainly summer activities, not necessarily the the bike par- uh, the bike trail, but you know it 's winter, so the programming doesn 't stop and I know mm. that there's nature classes and things like those nature going back to wildwood, the manor house obviously with the holidays is a huge draw. Uh, but what other program is going on this time of year when, you know, it's three degrees today or whatever Yeah, it is. sure. Um, it, it's a great day to ask because we have a lot <laughs> of things going on. I, I was just
0: uh, talking about this uh, it, last week, for instance, and is carried on throughout the uh, what would I describe as normally for a part just or off-season, which is a joke now mm-hmm. internally. <laughs> yeah. uh, we have uh, – People dining out tonight in igloos at Wildwood. We have an escape program, a way to activate the manor house, uh, and again, off-season. So there there have been escape houses all over the country or trapped houses, and you do team building and puzzle solving to get out. Uh, we have pop-up snowshoeing. Uh, we have fat bike, uh, mountain biking. Uh, we have all kinds of things to get people outside and uh, to celebrate the outdoors
2: any way we can do it. So kind of slow right now, then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> A little snow, our sledding hills would be a lot more active and our ski trails.
1: Okay, so guys, hold those thoughts. We're going to come right back. We're going to take a quick break. I want to talk to you guys about the, the tree houses uh, and I want to talk to you about the igloos. That's the first I've heard of that, so that's going to be pretty cool. So you're listening to Get Moving Toledo, brought to you by 3D Wellness and jimpoolhealth.com. We're back on Get Moving Toledo, and as we went to the break, I told Matt and Scott, I said, hold your thoughts on the igloos and the tree houses. So uh, the igloos is something that I had no knowledge of, so I I, I like to think that I'm on top of what's going on in in, in the parks. Haven't heard of it till now, so tell us a little bit about that. Well, I
0: never claimed to be a good marketer, Jim, so don't blame yourself for not being informed. (laughs) Um, The igloo dining experience, we had been seeing these pop up, frankly, in larger cities and municipalities than our own. And we've been it's been kinda of on a wish list for uh, I would describe it maybe two years maybe a year and a half, certainly. Yeah, a couple of years now. Um so we had um, this infinite amount of free time as we discussed in the last segment <laughs> in yes. February. And you know, like, why don't we just lay these out and see how that goes? Uh, I can be quoted as saying, I don't know, we'll probably book six of these. Uh, we booked seventy-six. Um seats. Uh, so we've been doing it for, we'll be doing it for two months in its entirety. Uh, they are igloos. Uh, we put them out at Wildwood in the old pool area from the Escape, uh, our Estate. So there is uh, bathrooms there that are heated. There's a cabana, which we've retrofitted into a, a small serving space. And uh, we have people have dinner out there. So it's five courses. Uh, we teamed up with a local chef, uh, Musa Saluk, uh, who opened up a new restaurant downtown. Uh, and he was uh, celebrating his adventurous spirit, uh, which he has been, I would say, up and down excited about based on the temperature. Uh, but they were been really well received. People have loved them. They've wanted to rebook for the second booking. Um, and what we really want to grow into, and another sign that we are constantly trying to rewrite the book on getting people outside in new activities, is we're going to pick you up at a parking lot at like Wildwood, and we're going to drive you out to these dining locations. You're not going to know where you're going to go. But I assure you, we're going to take you to a place that you have not thought of a before and celebrate the outside in uh, a way that uh, we think is pretty exciting.
1: Well, to that point, uh, Scott, like there's a lot of people that go to Wildwood. I know we're like staying in Wildwood for a reason right now, but Sorry. there's a lot of people who go to Wildwood that don't know the history and don't know that there ever was a pool there.
2: That's right. So, yeah, probably uh, don't.
1: Quick story, speaking of history, my, my grandmother worked at Champion Spark Plug, Okay. Yeah. And, and she was, uh, you know, very familiar with the, with the brothers. Sure. Uh, that, you know, obviously owned the, the, the manor house. Right. And she, she would always tell me stories that they would get done with their work in the factory on Friday. And, and the, the two brothers would be walking through the, the factory and she they couldn't have been nicer guys. She yeah. said they were the nicest gentlemen you'd ever want to meet. And she was always like – that was always like a badge of honor that she Absolutely. knew them, the Stranahan's, and and was like, yeah, they, their house is over at Wildwood. I think everybody needs to go see it. And it's But there's people like I just recently found out because of working a lot of health fairs and things like that. Um, one of your volunteers was set up near me that I oh. happen to see almost at every health fair. And we were talking, and he started talking about the pool, and I'm like –
2: yeah. What, who, like, what are you talking about?
1: I go, you can swim there? He's like, no, 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 it's not there anymore. Yeah, But, you know, that's, like you said, people sure. don't know where they're going yeah. when they're there in terms well, of the First of all, surprise. I
0: believe that our volunteer didn't suggest you come swim at Wildwood because uh, we do field calls like that on no, occasion. No, I said that. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, it, we have uh, a, a lot of opportunity to celebrate both uh, from where Toledo has come and where we're going. Uh, the Manor House— is an unusual thing, I guess, to fit amongst the portfolio of a park system. But we're proud to have it. And people really celebrate. It is a part of our history that people want to come visit during the holiday season, Scott. We have three to 40,000 people visit.
2: Well, really is a, a microcosm of the Metro Park story, too. You know, So back in the 70s, um, when that property became available and the family no longer lived there and put it up for sale, the citizens of Lucas County voted— For a tax to during really hard economic times to buy that property and preserve it forever as a metro park. Um, And you can, you know, Pearson has a similar story way back in the 30s, other difficult times when uh, people went door to door collecting pennies for Pearson to buy this property out of bankruptcy to save it. And if you look around town today, I don't think uh, there'd be much disagreement that, you know, some of the nicest neighborhoods uh in in, in town in, in Oregon or around Pearson or in, in West Toledo Sylvania area or around Wildwood. Um people love to be near it and both and those are two of our most popular parks to this day.
1: But then you go out to Oak Openings mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. it butts up to the airport. And, and it and there, there's nothing there except I think Charlie's is up the road, right? <laughs> Charlie's yeah. up the road? Yeah. But it's it's absolutely like people that haven't been to that particular park like I I can't tell you that every time I'm there, and we run there a lot, yeah. that it's just gorgeous. Like yeah. there's certain parts of the park, like I said earlier, it looks like those big trees in Northern <laughs> California <laughs> and, and the
2: the big uh, you know twigs and stuff that are laying on the ground. I mean, it's just absolutely yeah. it's stunning. Well, 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 to give you comparison, I am sorry, the uh, if you you're familiar with Wildwood Oak Openings is ten times larger, so you could just get. Literally, I've been lost. I've been been, been there. Um, And uh, it exists today, I think, in part because it was junk land back. In the right. day, right? Sure. Yeah, it was right. sandy Swamp. soil, swampy. Yeah. You couldn't grow anything there. Um, some of the our predecessors talk about buying it for you know, like three dollars an acre and stuff. And and now we know and appreciate it as a, an extremely rare habitat, you know, ecosystem, uh, rare in the entire world. Actually,
0: that's one of the interesting things. When uh, before we started, uh, you asked us what our normal days are like, uh, and what's one of the best things about our jobs and the Metro Parks in general is there is no normal day, right? So we could start at, uh, out at a treehouse village and uh, we could end it uh, kayaking or – uh, be doing a fishing one-on-one program to uh, teaching tree climbing. Not that yeah. we ever
2: get to actually do those
0: things. Yeah, but we get places. to stand near it, Scott, right. and that is like participating. Yeah, like continuing our <laughs> passive nature, <laughs> but allowing others to be more active, right? That's what, our mission. What
1: to that, though, the, the treehouse, tell tell people about the treehouse, because I know enough to be dangerous about it, but sure. I, I, it, it's such a cool concept.
2: Uh, well, the Tree Treehouse Village is taking shape as we speak uh, on a new addition to uh Two oak openings called the Beach Ridge area. Uh, the Beach Ridge area, when I say in addition, the, uh, the Beach Ridge area is about the size of Wildwood, to put it in perspective. That's where most of the 12 mile mountain bike trail is, uh, the Fit Park we talked about, and starting this or coming this spring, um, the Treehouse Village. And uh, as far as we know, it's the, it'll be the largest treehouse village in a public park. Anywhere in the country with uh, five tree houses, four of which you can rent to stay overnight. One is a large uh, common tree house you can use during the day, which will accommodate up to 49 people. So that's (laughs) how big it is. And then three tent slash hammock platforms if you want to sleep out under the stars up in the trees.
1: So there's no excuse not to enjoy the Metro Parks. Like if you're a runner, (laughs) obvious. If you're a walker, obvious. If you're a nature freak, obvious right there's just it seems like there's just so much to do i mean honestly you guys got to love what you do because it's it's really the gem of
2: our area that's kind of the name of the game too is all these different entry points right so whether you're coming out to uh to play uh uh, pokemon go or you're you're spending the night in a treehouse or you're a serious runner or you're in training to hike the appalachian trail there's something there for you love it i love it anything else guys that i missed i don't think so i mean we uh we're
0: glad to have the opportunity to talk about it yeah. uh, we couldn't talk about it enough i mean scott and i are communicating together and i think with the public as much as we possibly can it, we're we're lucky to have these jobs and metro parks is lucky to be supported the way we are by this community uh it is an easy mission to get out of bed for for sure
1: i just uh like, like i said earlier when we at the opening of the show like i'm amazed that there are people that haven't taken advantage of the metro parks and maybe they you know, maybe I don't know what, for what reason. Um, maybe they think you have to run, or maybe they think yeah. that you know, there's there's not something for them. But there's really, like I said, there's no excuse. Like there's just something for every. You know, you guys think of everything—the igloos, the the treehouses. I mean, there's there's unique ties like the treehouse. Like who would think to spend the night in the park? <laughs> um, I'll tell you what,
0: though, I, that's such a, a a good point. And uh, we're not. Some people are have interest that do not involve the outdoors. And we totally get that. One of the things that. Uh, is uh, not a very well-kept secret, is we're a conservation entity. So we do all these things, but we do that to dupe people into caring about uh, (laughs) other things that are more important. So we're about uh, having your uh, drinking water be drinkable, uh, making your air cleaner. Uh, We're about economic development. So by building parks, uh, uh, areas and homes around them appreciate. Uh, So you don't have to get out in them for us to be providing
1: a value to you, and we take that just as seriously. I love that. I mean, I think it's great that you, you have now attacked the downtown area with Middle Grounds and mm-hmm. in the, in the Glass them. City Park that's coming. Uh, when is the Glass City going to be finished? Uh, by the end of the year. Yeah,
2: certainly uh, phase one, there'll phase be an interactive yeah. portion by the end of this year. I think you're going to love it. Oh, if man. you like Middle Grounds, everything you see in Middle Grounds will be there plus more. I love it. I love it. Well,
1: thank you so much, guys, for thank coming you. on today. I really appreciate it, it.
2: Uh, guys. If you're
1: if you're out there listening and you haven't gone to the Metro Parks, just pick one and go check it out because you can't go wrong. You're not gonna you're not gonna find one that's better than that. They're just amazing and they're just such a great commodity for us to have here in Northwest Ohio. Take advantage of it. Until I talk to you guys again next week, get up, get motivated, and get moving, Toledo. For
0: every best vacation ever photo book thing, Take me back. There's the letters Grandpa wrote Grandma that we turned into a photo book thing. Aw, Grandpa had mad game. Any memory you create, we
2: can print to life. Anything flies with Shutterfly. Save up to 50% today at Shutterfly.com.